Hey everybody, welcome back to the He Said I Talk Too Much podcast. I'm going to be honest with you, I'm not sure where I'm going with this episode. Um, A lot of stuff in my brain, especially lately. But um, again, really early morning for me. I'm kind of looking around and uh, one thing that I have to start doing today and I will start doing today is packing Um, because I'm moving. Um, and I'm not moving far, but it still requires me to to change spaces, which I alluded to in my last episode. So I'm looking around, and it's easy to get overwhelmed when you, when you start to think about everything. Everything has to be out of here. You know, this place was empty when I moved in, and now I have to make it empty again. <laughs> the thought of that is, like I said, overwhelming. When I started looking at this and the pile of dishes that I left in the sink because I was too tired yesterday, I started to think about how all of this and all this stuff and this big mess, geez, kind of like the world today, right? You know, I'm 46 years old and I'd be lying if I told you I knew that 2020 was going to be this way. And when I say that, I'm not just meaning at the local level, me. I'm meaning the stuff that's happening, okay? The stuff that's happening to me, the stuff that's happening in my immediate circle, the stuff that's happening in the country, the stuff that's happening in North America, the stuff that's happening in the world. Um, And and stuff can can mean so many things. And it's, it's, kind of subjective to each person, you know, Um, and I I can't necessarily say that I would prioritize one thing over the other because I feel like they're all equally horrible. Um, Horrible, like, and I I mean that exactly as I said it. Locally, me, I uh, recently received news or read news that a, a friend of mine has received a a terminal diagnosis. And I'll tell you, that'll be the second person in my circle that I've known that's received a terminal diagnosis over the past uh, several months. Um, (laughs) And I look at my life and I look what I'm going through. And then I look at the news that these two people have received. And I think, geez, you know, like, (sighs) I don't know. I don't know how to respond. I don't. I don't. So I watch them as they live their best lives, you know, according to them. And I think it's awesome. Um, But it's so horrible. It's just, it's horrible. And I can't, I can't wrap my head around it. And then, um, if you didn't know, I am a U.S. Army veteran, um, pretty short tour for me, but nonetheless, still served. And, you know, reading the news, I don't know how to say her name, her last name, the soldier that was murdered and finally found, um, well, her body was found um, after reporting or trying to report being sexually harassed, assaulted, etc. And, you know, I, I don't... <sighs> As patriotic as I am, and as much as I don't want to believe that the military would do this, 
I mean, I just don't, I don't see anything else at this point. And, you know, I'll obviously wait until they, quote, investigate. But as a a former soldier, I can tell you that this definitely happens. Um, A lot of times it starts in training. um, And I do have some stories about that with uh, women in my basic training platoon. Um, (laughs) Pretty horrible. But um, I, (sighs) when's it going to end, guys? Hmm? When, when is this going to stop? I just, watching this woman's sister on the news, the pain in her face, if you didn't feel that, then honestly, I think you have no soul, really, because you can just see it. You can see it and you can feel it. It's one of those things where when she would cry out and when she would have an opportunity to speak, the hairs on my arm would stand up and I would get chills. I don't know. I, I, I just, sorry, that's my coffee pot. Um, I just, I can't, like I, there's nothing to say, right? And I mean, I've spoken on COVID-19 several times and that's still going on. And a place where I find um, a lot of interesting things and and scary things are uh, on Twitter, where people in my timeline who have been affected or know someone who's affected actually go through and list out what's happening to them and how it's being treated. And, you know, if that doesn't scare you, you know, you, you really need to wake up. It's it's not the time to go to bars and restaurants and it's just not the time. Now, I say that coming off having my nails done. So I guess that makes me a little bit of a hypocrite, doesn't it? Um, but I'll tell you, I'm, I'm not going to be at the beach. Um, probably not going to be going out to dinner for some time. And my appointments are going to be far and few between. Um, because it is scary, guys. Some of the stuff that people are saying, people that have retweeted, people who are affected with this virus and what they've been going through. It's more than the flu. And apparently, even when you get better, it keeps coming back for more. And that's terrifying. It's terrifying. And then very, I don't even know what's worse anymore, to be honest. I think the other big problem that we're all experiencing today is just the absolute injustice specifically in in North America. I I, I can't believe what has been going on with the police. I, I, you know, and I, and maybe some people are going to slap me with the, you know, white privilege brush and, and I, I won't, I won't deny that. I won't, I won't. Um, you're right. I'm taught to believe that you respect authority and what they say is, and what they're sworn to do is what they're going to do. And, um, 
what I keep seeing over and over and over again is that that's not what's happening. It's not. And I'm not necessarily deeply religious. Um, I was raised of the Christian faith. You know, I've gone to church. I, I attend church, etc. But um, this is a message in, in, in my perspective and, and what I think. And, you know, I'm not going to get preachy, but I am going to tell you that this is a message. The world and the forces, whether it you know, be God or the universe or whomever you worship, um, is trying to send us a message. And this stuff that's happening, it, there's a reason for it. And, and the world is telling us that we need to address things. Because if we don't address things now, we are going to continue to be oppressed through disease and through injustice. And I don't know what the answer is. And I think that's the worst part. You know, everybody wants, there's a problem, you want to fix it. You want to put a Band-Aid on it. You want to put some ointment on it. You want to, you know, put a cast on it in order to fix it. And this is way bigger than that. And I don't know what the answer is. But I'll tell you what, I don't think anybody does. And all these things that are happening, they're symptoms of, of a bigger problem that involves all of humanity. And I think that's as deep as I'm going to get right now. But I want you to take a second and think about your life and think about all these things that I've been talking about. And I'm not saying you have to come up with an answer. I'm not saying you have to come up with a solution. But seriously, think about it and act on a local level to try to be part of a solution. Whether that means a donation of your time, of your resources, of your talent, of your money. Do something. Act. Because it's not going to get any better. It's just not. And I'm not trying to be a doomsday person. And I try to enjoy things as they happen and, and take my moments for myself. But damn, this world's getting harder and harder to live in. And at 46, I never would have thought this is where we would be as, as society and as humans at this point. I think I'm going to end there. A little bit of a potpourri of, of everything. Probably one of my longer podcasts. But let me know your thoughts. Um, have a good week. Thanks for listening. Take care.